Welcome back to Mixed Missions. I fumbled. Welcome back to Mixed Missions. Uh, on today's podcast, we're going to talk about uh, the impact of our short-term help on the ministry here um, in community. And uh, our team has been very blessed by you all, uh, by your prayers and your engagement with us through our social media, YouTube, and podcasts. Uh, sharing with your churches and your friends and uh, creating awareness uh, of the Mixtech ministry uh, back in the States. And through that awareness, uh, we have received as a team a steady stream of short-term and mid-term helpers. Uh, there are several channels through which people can come and help our team here uh, where we're at in community. And uh, today we're going to talk about uh, some of the benefits and uh, some of the challenges um, of how those channels and those helpers have impacted the ministry here over the last uh, several years. Daniel, why don't you start off by giving us an overview of the different pathways that uh, students or, or um, short-term, mid-term people can come and, and serve on our team. Um, yeah, so when we talk about short-term, we're talking about uh, those who might come for uh, a week or two up to a semester or maybe even a couple of semesters during a year. Uh, midterm, we're talking about those who are part of the journeyman program or the ISC program, and that's usually a two-year commitment. So um, with short-term, we have some or sojourners, which are uh, high school, I believe, students and college students who come for, uh, uh, I think it's sort of usually around three, three or four weeks during the summer. Um, we have um, a hands-on, which are... Uh, typically students, uh, but can also be adults that come for typically a semester, but it can be longer than that. Um, and so um, for us, we we usually have um, uh, at least one, if not more, um, hands-on people here. And uh, last summer we received some summer sojourners, and we have some coming again this summer. And also our journeymen. Um, you know, we have had, we've had somebody here working with our team consistently since we've moved into community, even before we moved into community, we've had at least one, if not two, uh, short or midterm people here on our team, the entire time of this, of this mixed tech ministry, which has been pretty cool. Um, we live in a small village and, uh, we're a big team and, uh, that has been questioned. Uh, by a lot is it really necessary to have so many resources in one place um, and to that I would say yes I would say uh, the the benefit that these short-term people have had on our ministry and on our families has been huge uh, one of the major uh, needs that is being met by our hands-on and journeyman is homeschool helpers we got uh, 11 kids on our team that are all doing homeschool uh, Daniel, can you share with us a little bit about how uh, maybe the journeymen or hands-on have helped your family specifically in the area of homeschool with your kids? Yeah, we have four kids. Um, it's a little easier for us than, say, the Glovers, who also have four kids because we have two sets of twins. So <laughs> we only have two two curricula that, that are being uh, right. used at one time. Um, however, um, as any homeschool mom knows that it can be very time consuming. And then when you are living in an indigenous community in the middle of nowhere, um, it's a little bit harder. I mean, just your, your typical daily life and chores are uh, consume a lot more time. 
um, than what uh, is the case in the states. Um, so having someone to help to to do homeschool frees up my wife to be able to do other things, uh, whether other household chores, uh, to do ministry. She's freer to go and make visits um, with um, with uh, with with mixed tech ladies and. Um, and also, she's able. She's taking a course right now, um, uh, working on a, another master's degree, and so that frees up her a little bit of time to be able to uh, to study. Yeah, that's a huge benefit. Um, I know that um, the church in the states has been a great support in that way mm-hmm. of encouraging their young people uh, to serve short term or mid term. Um, I hear uh, our two journey gals right now are are. are are both um, single, obviously, and uh, to take two years out of your life as a young uh, single gal who's finished with school or finished with her bachelor's degree and starting your life is is a big decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and their commitment to service in the Lord is is such a testimony not only to uh, to our our team but but to our children to have godly women. Um, come and devote two years of their life to serving the Lord here in this place to be pouring into our kids. It's so much more than just the homeschool, but it's this uh, unofficial, if you will, mentoring of our girls and our kids uh, through their uh, through their behavior, through their actions, through the way that they speak and the way that they worship the Lord and that they live their life to serve the Lord. And um, it just that's just such a huge blessing. Let's and I also just wanted to add that uh, although homeschool is their primary responsibility, uh, they're also involved in our ministry too. Um, they have received some Spanish training, and so um, they're active in evangelism and discipleship, just as the rest of our team is. And they're very, and they're such a huge help to have some single gals uh, or guys that uh, that have you know, some survival Spanish and their Spanish has dramatically improved. I mean, here we have one just wrapping up their two year, her two year term. We have another one who's kind of in the middle and they go out and they do ministry, you know, almost every night of the week, they're meeting with believers, meeting with non-believers, doing evangelism, attending events. Like they are a huge help, uh, to maintain that presence in community, uh, um, for our team. You know, how many times do we get invited to, uh, birthday parties and 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 roof pouring parties and all these different uh, events we get invited to and and um, and it's hard to go to every single thing you know and do our job and keep up with family and do homeschool and all these things but having that a little bit more depth in the bench if you will allows us to be represented at, at a lot of different events in the community and and they are huge huge help with that. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have, uh, hands-on students, mm-hmm. uh, share a little bit with us about, about how some of our recent hands-on students and how they've contributed to, to help and develop the ministry. Yeah. Um, typically our female hands-on have also been homework helpers, um, as their primary responsibility. Um, but, uh, this past semester we've had two guys and, um, you're reaping the benefits of the work of one of them. Uh, he's, uh, very talented, uh, with media and he's the one producing these podcasts, making the videos that you've been watching. So that's one advantage of hands-on. It can bring in specialized skills, uh, for something that you need. Um, our other one, he is, um, 
uh, been here um, since January, and uh, uh, he he is uh, just a really fits into this community uh, because he is a uh, pardon the expression a hands-on type of guy. Um, uh, you know, he's a mechanic, he's a farmer. You know, the types of things that the men here do, that's the type of thing that he uh, he, he knows and it's his skill set. And so um, he's been able to just sort of find his way, find his uh, niche here in the community very easily, um, which for me, it, you know, I, I don't have those types of skill sets. I'm more of the, uh, uh, a reader type person. And so, you know, there's not a lot of book clubs going on in Metla. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> um, you know, and, and so, yeah, William has really been able to, uh, connect with a lot of people, you know, he's coming to the end of his term and I was just noticing the last couple of times I've been with him in town, like he's waving and saying hello to so many more people than I am. I mean, he's just made all these connections. Um, one of the disadvantages though, is that our hands-on, um, volunteers do not get any language training so that can be limiting um and i think for william if he was able to speak spanish like how much more effective he could be and how much more he could do and i think it's been frustrating for him because it has greatly capped um uh, his uh activity level just because of his lack of communication um and, and so like if he were to come as a journeyman then he would get language training you know and, and could be able to do a lot more so uh, we also have uh, the the short term the summer sojourners. Mm -hmm. uh, these this will be our second summer mm -hmm. uh, using summer sojourners. The last summer they came for five or six weeks, um, and we used them to do sports camps in some of the schools to engage uh, more families. That was our first summer here. We were trying to establish presence as a team, uh, doing community outreach type mm -hmm. stuff, trying to earn some earn a place in the community mm -hmm. if you will to let people mm -hmm. know that we weren't here to steal their children mm -hmm. but we're here to help mm -hmm. and even though we uh are teaching something new and different than their traditions and, and cultures that we weren't terrible people mm -hmm. uh and so that was kind of the purpose of having them and then we have some more summer sojourners coming this summer but they're only coming for about two weeks this summer uh, and are going to specifically uh do english camps again just trying to meet a need in the community uh more than anything just be helpful you know uh to those that are not interested in hearing the word of god but just to be helpful uh and try and uh earn favor with the with the greater population um tell us a little bit about about the pros and cons of of how the summer sojourners have worked out for us um yeah so yeah last summer it did give us a chance to be in the schools we did some uh, sports camps um in the uh, several elementary schools here. Um, they they do school through the middle of July, so uh, the time of the so the sojourners overlapped still with school here, um, and so that yeah gave us an opportunity to build some relationships. and And you're even leading an evangelistic story group right now with uh, the principal of one of the schools, and so that was kind of our first uh, encounter with her. And so so you're there every Wednesday with her family. Um, and uh, so, so that's kind of the advantage, and that's how we've seen uh, that they've uh, been able to help us. Um, you know, some of the drawbacks is, again, they don't speak Spanish unless they just already know it. And so that's it's limiting. It, they take a little bit more time. 
because they are here for a short time. Uh, I mean, they don't really have a, an adjustment time, and so we have to kind of make sure that we're keeping them busy and that they, you know, that they are uh, are able to use their time here for ministry and not, you know, waste it. Um, so that just just puts a little bit more demand on our time. Um, uh, but you know, they do provide uh, valuable ministry for us. Yeah, I mean, it is a sacrifice on our part as a team. Uh, we, uh, when we have, uh, especially the short term, the summer sojourners here, uh, it's a full-time job to make sure they have a place to stay, make sure they get two or three meals a day, uh, make sure that they are keeping busy uh, and have something to do. And like you said, without the language, that means that everything they do, we have to do, right? And so it's a huge time demand on our team. And I think uh, one of the things we learned from doing the six-week sports camps is uh, even with a team as big as ours with three full-time units and and we had uh, two journey gals during that time, it was a lot. We had two hands-on students and it, it was like our whole team kind of, that was our first time and we kind of had to put everything on pause you know, for that five weeks uh, to try and organize and, and, and execute that whole plan. Um, and I think we made, looking back, we would do a lot of things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, this summer, again, we've kind of, re- because of some of the other things that were already in place, like AGM and whatnot, we're only doing two weeks. And so we'll see how that goes. Um, but I think even though there's this short-term struggle and difficulty and plus where we're at logistically, just getting them to and from here, you know, is, is several days uh, out of community for several people. Um, and, and, and it's another expense and it's more trips to the city and, and all these things. Um, the logistics of coordinating the team coming down and getting them prepped and getting them uh, all their paperwork done so they can come here. It's a lot, it's a huge time commitment. Uh, even if you're just bringing them down for two weeks. Um, but what I think the bigger picture is, is just how we're helping the mission or the IMB in general cultivate that pipeline mm-hmm. through not only our summer sojourners, but also through our hands-on and through our journeymen to give people real-life experiences on the field in hopes that if the Lord is speaking to their heart about becoming a full-time missionary or serving the Lord in a, in a more full-time capacity in their life, that this will give an opportunity to hear that voice and to take that extra step of faith. Like, um, what do you think about that? Yeah, it's about, it's not just what, what can they do for us. It's a discipleship opportunity. And so, you know, the mission field provides a unique opportunity for discipleship. Um, and so, um, you know, it, it does take an investment of our time, but it's a good investment if we use it wisely because we're able to influence and, and guide uh, these uh, young adults to, you know, whether they become missionaries or not, but to just guide them on their in their walk with Jesus. Absolutely. Um, we've had uh, we've had summer sojourners. Uh, that have gone on to uh, to serve in greater capacity mm. um, or that have just wanted to come back and serve again. We've had uh, hands-on students that have 
uh, taking a next step towards uh, serving at a two-year commitment through Journeyman. And uh, we've seen Journeyman serve with our team who have decided to go and serve as career. Mm-hmm. And, and so the, the, the long-term benefits of, of the pipeline, if you will, or just helping to disciple uh, younger young people who have an interest in serving the Lord through missions through their time here, uh, I think is the real uh, the real gain uh, over. Yes, they have these these different um, volunteers and and short term mentor missionaries that have come have have done great things for the ministry like our hands on guy that you mentioned. You know this uh, media podcast campaign that he's developed for us. Um, it's gonna it's gonna have a great impact on the ministry, but also uh, you look at the impact that it's had on his life and how he's grown and matured spiritually uh, during that time, and how the Lord has kind of moved in his heart to continue to serve, and he's gonna go on to serve another two years doing journeyman, um, and see, pretty middle of the os, and see uh, and see and just to see how God is working through our team. Uh, in the lives of our own people and not just the mixed tech people is a huge blessing yeah. for sure. So I guess the question is, um, would you recommend to to other churches, to other missionaries out there uh, to to take advantage of bringing on and, and investing uh, in the in discipleship and in in younger people, uh, or or in short term, mid term people, do you think that's a, a worthy investment for people to look into and to try and figure out, or do you think that um, that it just overall uh, it's it's too much extra work, and we're better off uh, just kind of doing it, um, you know, only investing in those who we think will stick around. Yeah, I encourage anybody listening that's maybe considering something like this or you're not considering something like this to consider it. Um, and if you know people in your church, um, or your kids, you know, um, point them to, to the IMB. And even if they don't serve on our team, I mean, there's opportunities all over the world to serve in different types of work, different capacities. And you just go to imb.org and go to the, uh, serve tab and you can find all kinds of different opportunities, uh, different time frames, different ages. Um, and yeah, I, I can't recommend it enough. It's just a great opportunity for, for young people who are trying to find direction in life or even not so young people or even not so young mm-hmm. people, but somebody who's looking for, mm-hmm. for a new, a new perspective on service to the Lord, mm-hmm. uh, to look into and, and missions isn't for everybody and that's okay. And that's why we have these channels. Um, it's a good I way to figure out exactly, you know, if it's a, you're something you're considering, you know, before you commit your life to it, go try it for six months or a couple of years and see what I God th- tells you. I think a great example of that is our most recent, uh, hands-on student. You know, he, when he got here, he was super excited and he was considering journeyman. Um, and after a full term, he's decided, no, journeyman's not for me, mm-hmm. but I do want to continue to serve the Lord. And he's kind of figured out where his strengths and weaknesses are in serving the Lord. And he's signed up for another program back in the States, uh, doing disaster relief, mm-hmm. uh, through the Missouri Baptist convention. And, uh, again, it's a perfect fit for him, mm-hmm. but his time here helped to refine that direction, uh, in the ways that, that he, God's gifted him to serve the Lord and he's continued going to continue to do that. And so that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, 
anyway, thank you guys again for listening. And uh, we hope that um, this has been informative for you. And we look forward to uh, hopefully meeting some of your people down here, out here on the field someday through some of these uh, short-term and midterm programs. Mm.